Wow, a little skin on this cover. Oh yeah. Little Tony Stark. Stark That's naked. Some Stark, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I know you weren't. Framed for murder, Iron Man fights back against the man called Hammer. Can't touch this. And I can't even make Texas Hammer jokes anymore either. Because like, I can't. Oh, what? No. Um, you, you know about the text, the lawyer? No. What? Oh my gosh. He had all these commercials. Like, I'm the Texas Hammer. And he was a lawyer in Texas. And then he had them done in uh, in Spanish. El Martillo de Tejas. Uh-huh. And then he killed himself. Like, oh. I don't, nobody knows what happened. Like, he like, was this super high profile, like, attorney. Yeah. Not like an attorney, but attorney in Texas who had all these famous commercials. You went to MC Hammer. I went to the Texas Hammer because my and, students, and, one year I taught in Texas, were just enamored. infatuated with the Texas Hammer. Yeah. Enamored, enamored. with the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well and and nobody knows why he did it so maybe it was well i'm sure i haven't deep dove right like i haven't read a thousand articles about the texas hammer's death but yeah it was not a good time i mean maybe maybe it was a setup it could have know. been a setup i don't know i don't know i won't say his actual name so someone our listener our listener our listener can go and deep dive and, and let us know what happened to i mean the if hammer. they look for the texas hammer they're gonna find it but yeah if they really want to know but you went to mc hammer i did uh, i think i think this guy is probably worse than mc hammer and the texas hammer combined oh yeah hammer industries <laughs> hammer yeah yeah he's not Real great. What happened to Roxxon Chemical anyway? Did they I just don't know. They just they went the way of the dinosaur. Apparently, I thought Hammer was in Roxxon Chemical. I thought so too. Maybe there might be. Maybe Roxxon might be a um, a a subdivision of Hammer Industries. I I don't know. You know, I, mean, I listened to another podcast, by the way, where they just kind of start out talking about random shit every episode. And I don't know how our one listener keeps up with us. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, hammer industries could be diversified. Like there are companies out there that do one thing and then do something else. And they're all under the same umbrella. You know, there's there's big tech billionaires that that like to do one thing and then do something else. That's fair. Well, in this case. When millionaire industrialist Tony Stark, inventor extraordinaire, garbs himself in a solar charged steel mesh armor, he becomes the world's greatest human fighting machine, an industrialist known as Iron Man. Oh, the invisible Iron Man. <laughs> man <laughs> see, I queued it up, like tossed the pit in there, just right down the middle, and you whiffed hard. Oh, like, dude, big time. <laughs> it, it was, was like. Uh, I didn't have the big red bat. <laughs> wow. Well, this one was written by David Michelini. John nice. Romita Jr. is on pencil art. Uh -huh. Bob Layton is on finished art oh. and conceptual assist, mm -hmm. which means he helped write the script. John Costanza is on letters, but they don't have his name. They just have Costanza. So maybe it wasn't John Costanza. Maybe it was Costanza. Costanza. The Manza. I was kind of thinking of that show I hate. Oh. You know, with Costanza on it. George Costanza. George Costanza sleeps in his office. I don't know. Didn't he, like, pick a fight with, like, the Yankees owner, George Steinbrenner? Yeah, yeah and slept in I his just, office. I just never got into that show. Uh, ben, Sean, I've no, I've, the only episode of that show I've seen, and I've seen it twice, it's probably not the only episode, but the one where they try to fit the pool table in one of the apartment rooms. Uh-huh. 
And I'm like, I don't get this. I don't live in tiny apartments in cities. Right. It's too, it, it doesn't, doesn't make sense to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. why would you, if you have a tiny apartment, why would you try to get a pool table? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. I, but I, people really love it. Shows like that and friends, they just didn't do it for me either. Cause like, yeah, I, friends, I have no idea why that I, show was funny. I couldn't, I, I, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't understand it. I mean, I get it, but I don't, it's just doesn't, I'm not the demographic for it. <laughs> well, Roger Stern edited this issue and yeah. Jim Sharpshooter or <laughs> J Shooter. J Shooter. I guess R Stern too. They could be different shooters and Sterns. Shooter would be the editor in chief. Remember the f- person that first introduced drugs into mm-hmm. a book with the stamp on it? Yes. I just want to remind everybody, not that I've, not that I've mentioned it many times. At least he claims that he was. So it's very important. It is well, very we're, important. We're in Monaco. <laughs> Monaco! And we're... there are a bunch of people that are really mad at Rhodey. Oh, man. Call him Yankee Hoodlum. I know. American pig. I can't do pig. Monaco. What's a, is a Monaco French accent? American pig. Yankee I think... Hoodlum. I, you you sound like you sound like a bad version of the Rocky and Bullwinkle villains. Yes, I do. Monsieur I Boris and Natasha. Yeah, my people Same. they are not pleased with you, Monsieur. And frankly, neither am I. Okay, so it is French. It's bad French. Well, anyway, enough of this. Yeah, uh, there's a whole bunch of police officers and people complaining about Rhodey <laughs> being there, and then we get a recap a big recap oh man yeah so first we find out that iron man was fighting his rogues gallery inside of a casino but it looks like they're fighting outside and then you know they're outside while while roadie's telling the story so i mean yeah and then we find out that bethany cabe is really mad at iron man very mad always all the time and then we find out that he murders the ambassador from card it was Carn Carnelian Carn Carbonara. Oh, there it is, Carnelian. Yeah, Carn- Carnivore, Carnivore Land. Carmelians. And then everybody thinks he murdered somebody. Then we find out that he gave his suit to the police. And then we find out that he drinks a lot. And then we find out that he went to the Avengers and trained with Captain America. And yeah, became an all-star fighter in one day. Uh-huh. That's how it works, by the way. Exactly. And I mean, then that's we why find I want to go. I want to go go train with uh, with our, our pal Paul and, and become an all-star fighter. At Certified that. Martial Arts. Yeah, Certified. On Bridgeport Way. That's right. University Place. I want to go from a Nobel Just to a... Just past 27th. Boom. I want to put my ducats down and get myself a Nobel to a black belt in no time. Oh, yeah. You 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 get right with Paul and, and he'll tell you exactly how that works. Um, he'd probably put me in a hurt. And then um, he definitely train, train you, though. He gets you in shape me for months and, you, and and I'd still not get there. I mean, I would get there eventually. But um, most of your joints still work. So you could, yeah. you could probably just, make your back feel really good. Actually, I'm I, I not even know. being sarcastic. I've, I've watched I a lot of the, I watched a lot of the videos that he puts up of, of his of his uh, of his team. And they they do a tremendous amount of, of work uh, and it, it looks like at the end of uh, each session and and their matches and stuff like that I I'm imagining there's a lot of a lot of bottling pain yeah well he definitely could bake you into a beast but I don't think he could do it in one day no not one day I know at certified martial arts 
That's right. Certified. On Bridgeport Way in Tacoma. Get certified. Just past 27th whoop, in University whoop. Place, I should say. I, I said mean, Tacoma. Nah. University Place. Same thing. Same thing. Same difference. I mean, it's just like Tony Stark getting trained by Cap. Well, you cross the street and it becomes the University Place, right? So, yeah. well, anyway, we've got the recap all the way back up to meeting Scott Lang. Scott the Lang. The man He goes to jail and meets up with uh, the he goes guy. back with to the, jail. He goes back to jail and meets up with the guy with the big ponytail. Ponytail the whiplash. man. Oh, whiplash. That's right. Yeah. And then, you know what? I thought about it. Do you think he has that big ponytail in his suit? So if somebody hurts his whip, he can then use his ponytail from his mask as a whip. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It's like a backup. Maybe. Do you think I wonder if they thought about that when they did the costume design? Do you think he still has his ponytail with him in prison? Uh, it's entirely possible. Do okay, you, well, he put it in his prison wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a it's very wispy. Well. Then we've got them attacking hammer imports and then where they sell hammers, right? Yeah, just nothing but hammers. And, that, and, that's, and that's all. all. Yeah. yeah. And then we, it's like we're recapping past episodes now. I know. And then, <laughs> and then we get um, them attacking. Um, now, I was really disappointed. Didn't they run over a hot dog stand? Specifically, I remember it was a hot dog stand, yeah, but they yeah. said they ran over a uh, the resort town's populous bathing area and then led to a deserted stretch. I thought they ran over. I guess those two things could be the same. The hot dog stand and the bathing area could could be the same thing. You could be bathing in hot dogs, man. And then they got attacked by a billion people, presumably Cobra foot soldiers that were trained by Firefly. Exactly. See what I did there? Exactly. I see see what you did there. Cobra! Oh, by by the way, I saw saw the stupidest G.I. Joe meme. But oh, I want to no. test it out on you because I think okay. the answer is obvious. Okay. Okay. It showed Zartan, okay. Firefly, mm-hmm. Storm Shadow, and Snake Eyes. Okay. And said, if you only got to pick, keep one, and none of the others got to be characters, which one would you keep? Zartan, because he could be everybody. Storm Shadow is the obvious answer. Zartan, because he could be everybody. Nobody even knows if Storm Shadow is there. Zartan, because he could be everybody. But Zartan's character is lame as hell. True, but he could be everybody. But notice nobody's suggested Firefly should stick around. That's true. Nobody. <laughs> Firefly. Mm. You're like, eh. Yeah. Eh. Nobody mentioned Snake Eyes either, but Snake Eyes. I mean, I might keep Snake Eyes because of his wolf. That's yeah, true. It's pretty cool. But at the same time. I don't know I his mean... wolf's name. I've forgotten. Uh, I can't remember his wolf's name either. But, what, uh, welcome to G.I. Joe cast. Yeah, we're. <laughs> Where we know nothing, we know. Well, I shouldn't say we know nothing. We know, we 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 know what we we want to know, and you'll tell us the rest. Uh, so, uh, by the way, it, I want to make an aside here while we do this recap. So, okay. we're gonna be in Omaha in July. Yes, correct. And correct. we're gonna try to re- record a podcast sometime on July twenty first, twenty second, or twenty third. Right? Correct. Live with the people. Maybe even more than one. I mean, heck, if we're doing one, might as well do another one. It could happen. So I've been doing some research, and I must say I'm really disappointed. Why? Well, number one, so US1, the comic book, was based off a line of toys created by Tyco. Yeah. Uh, You sent me a thing today. Yes. Well, I figured you already knew this and just were holding out on me. 
that there was a whole entire Tyco playset in which you could yeah. drive the US one truck. And like, I just assumed US one was a really bad comic book idea um, that they thought would work. I didn't know it was based off of toys. Everything's based off of toys. They're trying to sell you toys, man. Okay. Well, anyway, so they did 12 issues of US one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But I think because it was based off of toys, I can't get the comic digitally anywhere. Oh, because it's a, it's a, because the rights are owned by the toy company and not by yeah, Marvel. That, that makes sense. Maybe. Yeah. So, cause it's not on the Marvel streaming service and it's not available in Amazon. So comiXology, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, but here, here's what I will say. Okay. I'll make this pledge to you. Okay. Right? If I find a copy of us one in a dollar or $2 bin. Okay. We will review it for the podcast. Okay, so are we putting the casting call out now that if anybody comes to our table with copies of US-1? If somebody comes to our table with a copy of US-1, I will indulge you, and finally, we will review US-1, the comic book. And we'll do it live for the people. Somebody brings us the whole entire series. If somebody (laughs) brings us the whole entire series, I promise to read the entire series. I will promise that we will podcast up to the issue when Spider-Man appears. Okay. Which I don't remember what that is. I think it's three or four. Fair enough. And the only reason I know that is because Spider-Man is on the cover. I have not read these books. I wonder if we'll get US-1 in the Spider-Verse. <laughs> I, I doubt it since they don't own the rights to it. I mean, it'd just be a neat little throwback. I mean, you know, just have, have a truck with US-1. Just, you know. Well, it, it, they could. Well, anyway, we get and back to our story. Yes, so these guys beat the hell out of Tony and Rhodey. Yeah, but Rhodey almost wins. He's- yeah, he almost wins until he gets hit in the head and doesn't win. Ka-ka. And Tony yeah. Stark almost wins until he gets hit in the head and doesn't win. Yeah. And then they drag Tony off and they leave Rhodey there. And yeah. Tony wakes up and he's face to face with Mr. Hammer. Oh, man. And Mr. Hammer says, yes, I'm afraid I am. Justin Hammer at your service. Justin Hammer. And now Tony says, listen, Hawkbill, I don't know what what is a (laughs) Hawkbill? He's talking about his nose, man. Oh, okay. He's making. So his first reaction when captured is to make fun of the dude's nose. Guess so. Hmm. He does sort of resemble the big. Well, that's the eagle, though. He the the guy on the Muppets and Eagle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He doesn't he doesn't really his hair sort of does, but. Tony, Tony's well, a classic guy. Anyway, yeah, I mean, basically, we get this great scene where the villain pretty much tells Tony his entire plot. Yep. He even takes him in to show him the computer that's been controlling his suit and introduces him to the man who created it. <laughs> this this seems crazy. way too easy. We've gone through all these issues where he's been hiding in the background, and then he gets Tony Stark on the island, and he's like, Haha, look here. We've been doing it all right here. This is this is where it's done. Gets him in his in his in his in his den. His com in his compound. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, he's an evil genius, right? Yeah. Well, then we get another recap <laughs> where we find out every oh, time the man. suit is malfunctioned in Iron Man 118, 120, yeah. 123. And of, yeah. So. All right. We get another recap and we've been recapping that on the episode. So it was like a recap inside of a recap. Oh, it's, yeah, recapping inside of a recap, inside of a It's recap. like Inception. Yeah. 
Oh, well, <laughs> now we have a nice conversation and basically I'll summarize this. We find out that Hammer thinks he's in his company is in direct competition with Stark Industries. He wanted this contract from Carnelia and he went through all of these things to get a contract for his business, which is the second largest, supposedly second most profitable business group in the world behind yeah. Stark Industries. Yeah. So he murdered people just to get a single contract with a small country. Sounds about right. (laughs) And then he says, have you any questions? And he says, as a matter of fact, Tony does. I do. I'd like you to know. I'd like to know if this guard knows what a clavicle is. And the guard says, huh? Well, uh, no. I mean, that (laughs) probably seems like something you would know. Like, but all right. You know, a lot of people might not know what a clavicle is. Some people might think it's a chalice or some sort of instrument. And then he does a karate chop. Karate chop! And it says chalk. Chuck To the man's clavicle. Yes. Kind of might even be his clavicle, but whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's in the same. Yeah, it's a, and he breaks it. Snapperoo. Uh, yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm kind of feeling. I mean, my shoulders are kind of big, but I guess if you hit that clavicle, I think his hand would have bounced off there. Eight pounds of pressure, man. That's one hell of a chop. Is that all it takes? Eight pounds of pressure to break a bone. Well, anyway, now we get to the real fun because Tony tries to escape and he climbs over a wall and he's about to fall in the ocean. Ah, crap. And Hammer says, my passion for privacy has given a new meaning to the word houseboat. Do I hope you'll forgive me, my little Jess? Sometimes I simply cannot control my boyish humor. Okay, so... I sent you an article today, a great yeah. Wikipedia article about seasteading. Seasteading, yes. Well, tell, tell us what you learned about seasteading today. Well, seasteading is uh, is the idea or ideas upon uh, creating um, livable surfaces on, on the sea using uh, either multiple bar- barges, boats, and other things, or oil rigs, derricks, and, and things that... Uh, one can create a uh, sustainable living situation, uh, kind of like a, a an island or a um, a movable town. Town. Wow, you're you're nailing this. Well, I mean, I'm just going off of my memory from reading the article, right? I mean, yeah, but uh, but I, I was kind of going for the why. Oh, <laughs> why, why would somebody make a seastead? Oh, I mean, you know, because they have a lot of money. Well, uh, the seasteads come right out of Ayn Rand philosophy, because if you are a libertarian capitalist, you want as many countries in as many jurisdictions as possible. But your dream is to go to international waters where there are no jurisdictions and sort of make your own country. country. Yes. Which is where the idea of seasteading. Now, seasteading. Sounds awesome, right? Sounds amazing. Like, you just go make your own country. Yeah. But then this guy named L. Ron Hubbard came along and sort of destroyed everything about seasteading. Which which is interesting because, like, I mean, here, I mean, well, a lot of people might have their bad, they they might have their their things uh, about L. Ron that they don't like. But then here comes a guy that's like, hey, let me literally blow this out of the water for you. Yeah. I, will, I will say, I will say, there's a lot of 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 funny stuff about seasteading and really interesting stuff about the philosophy. But I will say, there is a book I have read mm-hmm. called "Crack Up Capitalism" by mm-hmm. Quinn. Now I'm going to mess up Quinn's last name. Quinn, I'm so sorry. Quinn Slobodian. 
It's S-L-O-B-O-D-I-A-N. And I think he does a pretty good job making fun of seasteading and, and, and just giving a brief uh, history of it in that book. Now, the whole book is not about seasteading. Uh, the whole book is about capitalism in different governmental types. It's yeah. pretty interesting if you're Dan. Mm-hmm. Greg, I, I don't know if you'd like that book. Maybe not, but I mean, I, the cons like the I, I love I love taking a look at different types of ideas and seeing how how they all kind of work or don't work. Well, in this case, it, it was a big don't work. But yeah. anyway, the whole notion. I think the funniest thing about the seasteading uh, wiki we read was the, the pirates comment. Well, oh, that came from me. That was like, that oh. wasn't even in the wiki. That was like, that was like, I was reading through the thing and I was surprised that nobody actually brought that up. Like, so the idea of seasteading is that you, you become, uh, you go out in a foreign, uh, like foreign waters and international, create your waters, own, sure. international waters and create your own sovereign seastead and make it your own, your own like little sovereign government or your own sovereign, you know, seastead. And, nobody recognizes you because you're not a country so to speak uh you're just a rich person with the the means to do this and all of a sudden who's going to come to your rescue when the pirates show up because pirates do exist in this day and age and if you're floating around in a i mean that's why cruise ships do carry 50 calibers I mean, well, yeah, (laughs) it's like and it's like if you have your own seastead, who stops Tony Stark from destroying your entire operation on your seastead? That's true. That's true. I mean, who's going to arrest him? That's true. Nobody. I mean, it's you're you're out in the middle of international waters. Only your strange greenly clad foot soldiers, perhaps. Yeah, Yeah, perhaps. And that's who you have to rely on. I the. The other thing too about seasteads that, that blows me away, or I mean, it's, it is it is definitely a, a luxury idea of, of those who who can afford such a thing, or even even on the small scale of having gigantic, ginormous yachts that that you have to you know take bridges apart to get through. But that's regardless. That's just my own. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> We get back into this, and this is pretty much what's happening here. We've got a seastead here, we find out, and they arrest Tony Stark. Well, they take him to his quarters. See, they don't arrest him because they're enlightened here on this, this their own country. And then we get an interlude, and is this the first time we meet Ling McPherson? I don't remember meeting Ling McPherson before. I think so. Well, we've got Cabe and McPherson security. We may have met her in passing, but we get her in passing again. And she's talking to Bethany and she's like, hey, you need to go watch out for this Duke. And Bethany at the end of the conversation says both. I guess it looks like history is going to repeat itself. Ling, and I don't think I can take it. Not again. And Uh. we don't know what that history is, because on the next page, they say Bethany's answer is somber and hints of a mystery to be pondered another day for Uh. now in a room with six time zones to the east. So. Ah, we have a story set for the future. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And then we get Tony in jail. And Tony in jail opens this thing looking for alcohol. Yeah, he's looking around. He needs a drink. He does. He even knocks on the door. Like, hey, Tony hey. Park is captured. And his first thought is, man, I could really use a whiskey sour. Yeah. Or I just want to talk like Am- all Am- the people... Am- 
all the people that are stupid in this book, right? Like everybody that's dumb in this book has a hick, a hick Southern accent, right? Hey now, so don't you? Why do you got to talk like? Why you gotta get? Why you gotta make Tony Stark sound like that now? Just because well, every, everybody say, David Michelini writes is dumb, talks like why, this. Why, why? Why do you think Mr. Stark wants himself a whiskey sour? Well, you know I, I he reckon he wants. He loves animal sours. I reckon he wants to calm his nerves. No, if you read the beginning of this comic book, it mentions that he dove into whiskey sours. Well, I know he likes amarettos too. Well, maybe the flashback got it wrong, sir. Well, maybe it did and maybe it didn't, but that's not for us to argue and dispute right now, my friend. What we are talking about is what is Tony going to do to get out of this jam? Well, he what gets What kind really of jam is off. it? Is it strawberry or is it grape? Well, I don't know what kind of jam it is, but he gets really pissed off when he can't have a drink. That is true. So he breaks a lamp, lures this guy into the room. The guy tells him to drink some water. That ain't Tony pours do. all the water on the ground, breaks a lamp, and then drops the lamp in the water and shocks the guard, murdering him. Oh, God. <laughs> do you think he really killed him? Oh, my God, he probably did. Oh, shit. Well, if you were standing in water and a 110 volt current hit you, what would happen? Unless your suit was insulated. I mean, he's wearing a rubber suit. Do you know that? I mean, it looks rubber. Okay, well, we'll just assume the guard conveniently passed out as he looks like he's dying and we hear the <laughs> noise and he's being electrocuted, lit up. You wouldn't. You couldn't. Could you? Oh, God. Yep. He's definitely not grounded. Well, no. whether oh, or not the guard now. is dead, he's <laughs> grounded now. Oh, well, the guard, of course, is still alive because superheroes don't kill. Uh, Tony so, Stark not a superhero. Iron Man is Tony Stark. He's that's, definitely he's that's like, true, and we we definitely won't see Iron Man show up. He's he's straight American people. He's like you're done. Well, Tony heads out into the yard, and then we get all right. Our friends are back. Oh, all right, hey. we've got. I know them all. Hang on, I got these guys. Okay, okay. Whiplash. Yeah. Blizzard. Yeah. And the Melter, whose name there. you stole for a Starlight character in your own book. Um. Technically, we paid homage to the character, the Melter, and the character's actual name is Starlight. But, you know. I see. Potatoes, potatoes. They call her, I see. They call her the Melter for, like, one small portion, like, ten panels. You sound sort of defensive. I mean, like, I'm giving you the the background. Travis and I had I that whole entire discussion as I, as I brought it up. Travis. Webb, the co-author of yes. Starlight. Yes. And I was like, you know, the Melter's a, a Marvel character, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's homage. <laughs> well, anyway, we uh, <laughs> we move forward. And okay, now we get to the ridiculousness of this book. Okay, so apparently Scott Lang has made, even off panel, a whole bunch of cool things for Tony Stark to have. And one is a belt that has many grappling hooks on it. Oh, that's pretty sweet. I always wanted something like that when I was a kid. Yeah. And Tony apparently has to throw it up there several times, but he does it. He gets, he climbs up and then he swings into the lab, beats the shit out of everybody. Sorry, audience. And he goes in Spider-Man style too. It's great. Yeah. He's like, I learned yeah. something. In the he gets the suit. He gets the suit and destroys the computer. All right. It's really awesome that Mr. Hammer showed Tony earlier where the computer was, who the scientist that runs it and, yeah. and told him what it does. I mean, 
Nobody said Hammer was smart. They just said he was rich. Well, after making fun of our rogues gallery when they show up on the island and telling them that they fail. Fail. All of a sudden there's an explosion and Hammer yells Stark and he needs these guys. But then out come. Okay, I'm going to need some help. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Yeah. uh, Okay. Uh, You got it. Yeah, this is is an insane amount. Okay, so there's some villains that come out. Now, I'm going to make a couple comments, and you can help me with some villain names. I think one of them... Okay, I know one for sure. So the one in the middle is Porcupine. Yes, Porcupine. Because my my immediate thought when I saw this, right, Uh was this looks like the villains that were hanging out with the abomination on She-Hulk. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, the- but I did look it up, <laughs> and only could- one of them is one of those. So could you put the suit just back one. on? Could yeah. you put the suit back on? Suit back on, yeah. <laughs> so just one, and that that is... And then I'm pretty sure that's the constrictor next to him, yes? I think so, yeah. Because I've seen him fight Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay. And then I have literally... Uh, that's not the toad. I know that that's somebody no, else. That's somebody else. Um, I literally don't know who any of these people are. Yeah, no, because they're all Marvel villains, and I I don't know the rest of them either. That's wow, I see. I was really expecting you to help I, me out here. I'm so sorry, man. I am so sorry. You guys, who is that uh, loser in the back with in the white and bl- blue with a disc in his hand? Oh, that's a uh, that's discus boy. Is it? Is he? No, they call he him. Free, legion, they call him free throw. He, he was a Legion of Superheroes reject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Disc- anyway, we we get Tony looking out a window and he sees all these B list Marvel villains, except maybe the Constrictor. Now, does the Constrictor have electrical powers, or just does he hook those things around people? I think he just hooks them around people and constricts them. That's why he's on the B list. Yeah. Okay, and the porcupine, I I'm still baffled by how that costume even works. I mean, is mobile. He he gives the scent off, or like he 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 shoots the things. He has a he has like stink bomb thing, whatever. Well, our our one listener does that. Does the frog guy have springs in his feet? Yeah, I think it's the. Um, oh wait, he I, was on She Hulk yeah, too. Yeah, I think he's the 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 frog guy. Yeah, because he complained about having a defective costume. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I guess She-Hulk was the place to have all these B-list villains show up. But anyway, all the B-list villains are surrounding or coming up to the computer. Uh Uh Oh, we have a reveal. (sighs) Yeah. And we get Mr. Stark is out of the picture, Hammer. He did the he did his part by destroying your armor controlling computer and he's been taken to safety. This was all really Tony always gets taken to safety really quickly. He considering does. he's on like a seastead. I don't know how he got taken to safety well, or where I mean, safety is. The Iron Man, the Iron Man flew him away. I guess. Well, now it's Iron Man and we have a big this is a Bob Layton Iron Man, right? Well, I don't yeah. know, because those legs are really like like the face is Bob Layton, but the legs are John Romita Jr. Because they're all disproportionate and weird. And the smoke come out of his butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's coming out of the computer. Oh, okay. 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 It's just because he's, he's letting out an Iron Man fart. But we get a nice Iron Man monologue and he says, I'm going to take every one of those two bit super lackeys of yours. And I'm going to rip them into so many pieces. Yeah, this would be like 
the jobbers of the Marvel Universe villains, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. These yeah. are all already in the ring. They're already in the ring. <laughs> they're already they're they like they hit the they hit the um the lights, they hit the buzzer, and they're like doing the run up, like they are running up before and yeah. and you know it's like and they're still gonna lose. Sting sitting there with his baseball bat and he's like, Shit, I gotta hit them all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was kind of thinking too, this is like when they have a battle royal and they're like who's going to win the battle Royal and all the people are in the ring. And then one person gets an, in- an entrance and you're like, gee, who's going to win the battle Royal. Yeah. But it's a, it's a battle, you know? So, I mean, you don't know. It's like continually going. I don't know. I'm looking at the next cover, by the way, and that may, those may be some Bob Layton thighs. So yeah. Yeah. It does look like it. Yeah. Well, anyway, Bob Layton, thank you for making the art look amazing throughout these books. Oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's it. That's it. We're, we're on, we've got two issues left, 127 and 128. But right now, how does Tony Stark, I mean, Iron Man get away from all of these B listers? I, he puts up a fight. That's what he does. He puts up a battle on the seastead. On the seastead. On, on Come on down to the seastead. We're going to battle everyone. Iron Man versus all the B-listers and the C-listers too, because it's a seastead. Except they didn't even have pay-per-view yet, so that was, that'd be a bummer. As Mr. Like Stark is beaming it into your living rooms via Stark like Vision. Closed circuit. You go to the movie theater and watch it. Yeah. I mean, it was pre, um, pre-Netflix. Well, it's definitely pre-Netflix. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, we had an issue. Pre-Peacock. Pre-Peacock. You get all all the good good sporting events on, at least the first first hour. I won't say what I call it normally. So, Uh, yeah. (laughs) Well, considering they're going to drop it and you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah, that's, you know, HBO goes to to Max and then it was like, what are you going to do next, Peacock? What are you going to do? Are you going to drop the P? No, they just make you pay for it. Yeah, well, that's pretty. I was gonna have to pay for it anyway because I got rid of Comcastic and got my awesome Quantum Fiber super fast internet. Well, I still have Comcast, and they're gonna they they asked me if I want to pay for it, and I said, "Nah, thanks, pass." Well, amazingly, I'm still getting it. New girl, now (laughs) I'm still getting it for free. Well, I'm still getting it for free too, so I'm watching all those great movies that I wanted to watch. All those great movies, but eventually, well, anyway. Enough, enough cock talk. So cock talk on the funny book forensics. That's right. We talk about <laughs> all the cock. That's peacock. That is because with all its commercials. Well, they're only 45 seconds. Uh, anyway, well, that was a, an issue. Uh, we advanced the plot. Uh, we acknowledge that Tony is drinking and yeah, we, we got a bunch some... of recaps. We got some backstory going. Yeah, this issue is pretty heavy on recap. I mean, it was recaps and kneecaps all around. It's almost like they forgot they were telling a big story and didn't have anything to tell for this issue. Well, so I think what happened, I mean, we've been reading it like, you know, pretty religiously, like more so than a kid picking it up at the spinner rack or, you know, it's fair. getting out their box. So, I mean, if you were grabbing it on the monthly, you might need that recap. Because who knows? Or if you're borrowing it from a friend, you might need that recap. You might not have that book in hand. I mean, thankfully, luckily for us, we're we're like, hey, what's going on, Marvel and your awesome interface? Can I can I go back a couple issues and 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 I, sarcasm? 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's entirely fair. What I will say, though, after reading, I mean, we're going to cover 127 soon. After reading 126 and 127, I think they got told to make one story into two. Oh, yeah, that could be. Because they, they could have done 126 and 127 as one issue. Yeah, totally. Pretty easily. Yeah. No, I, I <laughs> but right. we're going to get a lot of awesome uh, fight scenes with a lot of villains I don't know. I'm excited for that because I love I love a good Iron Man fight. And but the good news is the villains a lot of the times announce their names. So I can confirm that that man's name is Discus. Hey, I was pretty close. <laughs> based off the, the last episode. Kid Discus. Discus. I can also confirm that one of them is named Stiletto. Oh, yeah. The one that um, looks like a, um, like she came from uh, a Thundercats series. And then one of them is called Alfresco. Oh, Okay. Um, I was right. It is the constrictor. I knew it was you, Alfresco. I was right about it being the constrictor. That makes me excited. Good job, Dan. Good job. Oh, that guy's name is Leapfrog. Leapfrog. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I I had that in my head, too. I was like, it's Leapfrog. Okay, I I need to stop because I'm I'm spoiling in the next episode. So half the the fun of the next episode is figuring out all these B-list villains are. As Pedro, as Pedro Pascal would say, put a pin in. Yeah, I've got to do a lot of research before the next episode because I'm yeah. going to figure out who all these I, freaking villains I, are. I want you to have a dossier open while we're talking about it and give us the first appearance of each one of these uh, these B-listers and C-listers and, and let us know their history. I want you to tell us all about their powers, their power sets, uh, who they fight, uh, where they fight. All right. And we'll all do those it. things. So I'm, I'm expecting that Dan and our, our listener is expecting that as well. Okay. Well, do you have anything to plug? Uh, you know, I know we talked about it before. And I know that you're really excited about it just as much as I am. Ocon. Yeah. In July. Ocon Expo. Ocon Expo in July. <laughs> yeah. That's so right. We'll be in Omaha, Nebraska on July yeah. 21st, 22nd, 21st. and 23rd. Oh, yeah. And you can meet us. And I have stickers. And we'll be doing uh, talking about about so stuff. Like I'm at a college things, And uh, Dan will be doing panels. and I'll be doing panels. I will. Yeah, you will. You keep saying I'll be doing panels. I don't know anything about these panels, but You're, apparently I'm doing panels. Uh, we, we've signed you up. You're going to be the hostess with the mostess. Um, you're going to be running all the panels. Oh, that's well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I, I know you're taking care of these arrangements too, but I know you'll be taking care of us getting set up in some room at some point doing a live podcast. So something like that, I think, I guess I have to bring our microphone. You probably should, you probably should arrange that too, oh, good but it Lord. will be happening. It'll be happening. Even if we have to do it at our table or do it in we'll our do hotel. It right there. Well, well, we said we'd be there for the people. So for the people, that's right. But, well, we'll we'll get it done. We'll we'll, we'll do a live done. podcast. Yeah. If you have suggestions for an issue we should cover, let yeah. us know. Let us know. US um, one. Yeah, I did promise Greg <laughs> that. Well, we may end up doing two podcasts because I did promise Greg that if we got a copy of US one, we'll do US number one. one. We will do US one number one. It's on. Like and if we home. don't get a copy of it, then we'll do something else. But yeah, we'll do US one. We'll if you have any it. suggestions, you can send them to us uh, yeah. on Facebook, on Instagram, or on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, you know, it'd be cool. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll uh, tell you. If I think. Carlito <laughs> showed up and spit apple on you? No, 
that if you got not, the stink face by Rikishi, cool. who's no. going to be at the show, all uh, of these things would be cool. Good lord. Jeez. Why? Why? And Why? friends, if you want Greg to get the stink face, please, please send a note to Rikishi asking him to stink face Greg at Oakland. Oh my gosh. Why are you? Dan, you're so, you're mean. You just want me to get the stink face. I, I do I, want you to get the stink I, face. I think it'd be I fantastic. Think, I, you think it'll be fantastic. I think, I don't think it'll be very fun. Well, you know, you, you, you don't know until you try. I, I think. And I all might. those people in the ring, all those years look like they had a great time getting the stink face. I think I might be in pain. Well, you know, I understand Rikishi is a professional. <laughs> He's a professional. Yep. He will conduct himself as one. He's he will he will do great for you. So okay, okay, fair enough. There you go. Well, so if you want Greg to get the stink face, message Rikishi. Tell him Greg will be at Ocon and make sure that gets done. If you want to meet us at Ocon, we will go out. You can learn all about Greg's books, Starlight and Junior, Junior. Braves of the Apocalypse, with yeah. co-author Mike Tanner. Who's going to be there too? You can meet artist Brett Waddell. Brett. Yeah, he's going to be there also too draws starlight and is an amazing watercolor artist. And if you've never met Brett and seen his work, you need to stop by and, and meet Brett. Yeah. I, I think what's going to happen is people will come by to see us and then they'll walk over, see all the Brett stuff. And then they will just forget we were even there and just like get lost in Brett's portion of everything and be like, this is amazing. Yep. It's You're fine. Amazing. But yeah, yeah. You won't get lost because I'm going to have a funny book forensic sticker for you if you come by the table. So come by and you can have a sticker. Yeah. The stickers are cool. They are cool. I'm pretty excited. That's what's it. That's what's outside of our budget. So we have stickers now. Yay. Um, and we're going to have hats. That is pretty cool, too. I was not expecting. This. So we will be good to go and come come see us and come meet everybody there so it looks like yeah. it's going to be a really fun show and fun show. come on so come on down that's expert. all we've got for plugs i guess yeah. we did plugs certified martial arts on certified martial arts bridgeport in university place slash tacoma so if you yeah, want to learn if you want to learn jujitsu um meet paul he will do a great job training you and he already has, he has this 16 year old phenom that just goes in. She went to a competition, went up a weight class, competed against adults and won gold. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Like and he's, and I've seen him take anybody from any level of fitness. It doesn't really matter. Go in and he'll get you started and he's not going to abuse you. If you're at a level of fitness, it's not quite ready, but he's going to push you. And that's the whole idea is to push yourself and, and learn something new. And then, of course, you could go to the Retro Emporium on Meeker in Kent, Washington and meet Greg's wonderful spouse and at the store and relive your childhood. So that's right. Check if out. You want to find Greg. He's there um, a lot. too. I, I, it's true. I am. I'm there um, most of the time. Hanging out. You won't find me there a lot, but you'll find Greg there a lot. So if you yeah. want to meet Greg and see an amazing store and you're out here in Washington State, hit that up. So there's all our plugs for today. And we appreciate you listening. One listener. But I heard we might even have two. So I'm excited. Two listeners. Let's make it three. Come on, third listener. We know you're out there. We know you're out there and we know you want to engage. So let us know. And like always, we're about to finish up uh, Iron Man. We've got two more issues. So Greg and I are sort of continuing this drug and alcohol theme. I know very family wholesome podcast. But if you do have 
a favorite comic from the 90s or 2000s where they dealt with uh, drug abuse or alcohol abuse, let us know. And we may actually cover that story. And we're sincere about that because we are actually pondering what we're going to cover next. And we want to cover these genres post comic book code. So let us know if you have a favorite. We have a couple favorites of our own, so we may just pick one of those. But if you have a favorite, we love to read comics. That's the whole point of this podcast. So if you give me something to read, I'll read it and consider it. Yeah. And And at worst, I'll tweet about it on my own personal Twitter and say, I read this comic book today. Yeah, he will. And Greg never retweets those. But (laughs) I I don't get on Twitter very much. Because it's the depths of hell. No, I just don't like that. I, my phone doesn't like me half the time, so it just like freezes up and just stops. So I'm still. Well, that's all good. But anyway, unless you have something else, we probably should wrap this thing yeah, up. I think we spent more up. more time like on plug plugging yeah. things than we did covering the issue. So we plug stuff, covered the issue. So yeah, let's wrap it up. We'll uh, we'll see you all next time. All right, deuces. Bye. Um. Oh, I'm the person with the button. Yeah, you have to hit the button this week. Ah, uh, man. This is the problem. You give me the control. Now I got to hit the button and then I, I can't remember where it's at. Uh-huh. Okay.